Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, Mr. News. Hit it! All right, mainstream media, you want evidence of voter fraud? We got your evidence of voter fraud. Lots of it. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in. Sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. One acre man was more land than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Stop the tape. Can you feel the angst in this woman's voice? Can you feel her emotion? As this is a woman in Pennsylvania, just an average American citizen who happened to pull the trigger in the ballot booth for Donald Trump. And you know, my friends say to me, oh, well, you know, these doubters, they said, well, there's a, there's a printout copy of whatever they did in the ballot booth if they voted in person. So how can these machines be lying? Because there's a... Well, here you go. Here's a perfect example. This woman voted for Donald Trump, went into the ballot booth and used the voting mechanism that Pennsylvania was using, Dominion, we now know, which is rife with the ability to commit voter fraud if nefarious people choose to do so and I firmly believe that's what occurred during this election cycle so this woman goes in there she fills out the ballot and then prints it out and lo and behold Donald Trump's missing but there's more roll tape my daughter I called her over and I said to her look his vote is gone I voted for him so I called a poster over and He said, it's not supposed to be seen. It's for privacy. Just put it through the scanner and you're done. Stop the tape. So here we go again. It's it's just like the mainstream media, right? Pay no attention to that. Oh, pay no attention to your vote being wiped out. Her vote was erased. Don't worry about it. All the other names were there that that this woman voted for, except at the top of the ticket, a guy named Donald Trump. How many times did this happen in Pennsylvania? Is this not at least one bit of evidence of potential voter fraud? And the poll worker saying in on the thing, the poll worker saying, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
you know, you voted for these other races, Congress, local dog catcher, supervisor, whatever, right? They're all there. But the Donald Trump vote, the vote for president of the United States in what we have labeled as the most crucial, most important presidential election of our lifetime. Seems to be every presidential election is like that. Be that as it may, this woman pulls the trigger in Pennsylvania, in the swing state of Pennsylvania. No doubt, I'm not sure what county she was in, but no doubt, probably in the, in the Philadelphia area, rife with voter fraud, a huge history, not unlike Chicago, rife with voter fraud. She pulls the trigger for Donald Trump and boom, her vote is not there. Her vote is not counted. How many times did this happen in her precinct? How many times did this happen in her county? How many times did this happen in the Keystone State? Do not we deserve the answer to this question, mainstream media? Do you not care? Why don't you care? We know why you don't care. It's the same reason you didn't press Joe Biden when he was hiding out in his house. Instead of campaigning, Donald Trump's holding two, three, four rallies a day and, and Joe Biden's doing a Zoom. You don't care. What kind of ice cream are you? did you buy, Joe Biden? Meantime, over here, Donald Trump... Why are there, why are there 250 million uh, people in this country with the Wuhan coronavirus? Why did you fail? It is a complete and total mainstream media whitewash. And this is why I tell everyone with whom I talk, you are the mainstream media now. You have got to get this out. This was a hearing held in the Keystone State post-election, obviously, Rudy Giuliani is leading the hearing and he's pulled forth these witnesses. And this woman was testifying as one of the witnesses. There were multiple witnesses. So this is part of the case that the former prosecutor, federal prosecutor, former mayor of New York is building in, and has built in the Keystone State. And the, yeah, we're running out of time to get to the truth. If, if, these states decide to go through with their certification. Now, we have a constitutional clock on this, but we also have a constitutional net. So it's not like this country after January 20th, if, if there is no definitive winner with 270 electoral votes, it's not like this country so, suddenly goes into a tailspin and China can bomb us. We have a mechanism in place, and I'll get to that uh, in a minute. But this hearing went more than three and a half hours long in Pennsylvania, and the president is urging the other swing states. Michigan, I think, is doing one as well. Georgia. Georgia needs to take a deep look at itself, and, and, the, and the, the governor of Georgia needs to do some introspection here. And we need to find out if what Sidney Powell is saying is true about this guy. Imagine if Sidney Powell was uh, a Democrat lambasting Trump with these allegations that she's making against the governor of Georgia. There's something wrong with Kemp. There is something wrong with this guy. I don't know what it is. He was on my program when he was running for governor, 
and we gave him a lot of airtime. We ran a great commercial that he ran. I'll never forget it. It was cleaning a shotgun, and you know, it was a, a young boy comes over, and and uh, you know, he wants to date his daughter. You know, you, you can get the picture. It was a very cute commercial, uh, but he was very pro two A, pro Second Amendment when he was running for governor, and now once he's governor. It seems his stripes have changed slightly, and he starts moving. He starts doing odd things, like uh, the appointment to the United States Senate. Uh, when he had some really conservative candidates, instead he he did a payback appointment. Why is he doing this kind of stuff? Why is he allowing his state to go forward? And why is he not speaking up? At least Jeb Bush in Florida in two thousand was speaking up. Speaking up and speaking out on behalf of the Constitution, not necessarily for his brother, per se, who eventually became the 43rd president of the United States. But Jeb Bush was was speaking up and speaking out for us. So where is Kemp here? Why isn't Kemp saying, hey, you know what? This mechanism we used in the Peach State is a farce. Why isn't he out there saying we need to revote? And by the way, if they did a revote, I mean, the, the entire country watching Georgia, a revote possibly in Pennsylvania, entire country watching Pennsylvania and Georgia, um, it would affect in Georgia. It would affect the Senate races, wouldn't it? You know, there's some people that say Congressman Collins actually won in in his race, but the the vote tally spiked in these uh, odd directions and and he came in I, I think third and so he's not part of the so-called runoff okay so this this woman voter in Pennsylvania clean clear perfect example of pretty obvious voter fraud right okay so this is just one example um, Rudy Giuliani as a former federal prosecutor, is building this case. And some would say, this next soundbite I'm going to play is circumstantial evidence. But it's not circumstantial evidence. He's talking about the mail-in balloting system uh, in Pennsylvania. And a curious thing happened. I don't know the exact numbers. Rudy has them. And he makes a mistake. So we'll, we'll stop that and we'll clarify it and then we'll pick it back up. But the bottom line is they sent out X amount of ballots, mail-in ballots in the Keystone State, right? And they got back that X amount plus plus. <laughs> so, how exactly is that possible? And Rudy Giuliani would like an answer. And so would I. Roll tape. You sent out in the state of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania 1,823, 148. Stop tape. It's not 1,800. It's 1. 1.8 million, I believe, is, is what the former mayor is, is trying to quote here. And, and then he gets back on the rails here. He just had a little math issue. And who doesn't have a math issue uh, once in a while when you're, you're talking about a whole bunch of numbers here? Roll tape. Absentee or mail-in ballots. You received back 1.4 million approximately. However, in the count for president, you counted 2.5 million. Stop the tape. So they sent out 1.8. They received 1.4. 
in the mail. So this is documented, right? So they, re- they receive 1.4 million mail-in ballots. And in the count, though, it's not 1.4. It should be 1 to 1, right? There should be a 1 to 1 received 1.4. You know, maybe some would be thrown out for whatever reason, signature issues, if they're checking that, which they're not. But one, there should be a 1 to 1. It should be 1.4 million received and 1.4 million minus minus um, counted. So instead, in Pennsylvania, they count more than 2 million mail-in ballots. Okay, that is not just circumstantial evidence. That means something went really, really wrong. How does something like this happen? How do you receive, you mail out 1.8 million, you receive 1.4 million, and then counted more than 2 million? I'd like to know the answer. Rudy would like to know the answer. Roll tape. I don't know what accounts for that 700,000 difference between the number of ballots you sent out and the number of ballots that ended up in the count. Stop the tape. 700,000 plus. 700,000 plus ballots. Poof. Just appeared out of nowhere. So where did these mail-in ballots come from? Hmm? Were these the ones that were delivered in Philadelphia in the middle of the night? In these garbage bags? In pristine um, voter cards? That hadn't been folded like they were mailed? Or had a one crease in them so it was easier to feed in the machine? And or had... Just Joe Biden filled out in the little bubble and nothing else, nothing else down ballot? Or were these part of the Dominion software uptick for every mail-in ballot for Joe Biden? It was set at, instead of just one vote, 1.25 or 1.35. It was probably some sort of whole quarter number, I would imagine, uh, because otherwise you would uh, come up with a problem at the end. You'd have three quarters of a vote or something like that. And then it would be pretty... <laughs> I'm kind of surprised these geniuses... I mean, they probably did 10 to 1, right? Yeah, for every Joe Biden vote went 10, and then they subtracted for the... Uh, or maybe they didn't even have to on Donald Trump. Maybe they just went 1 to 1 on Donald Trump. But they could have said it for for every... 10 votes of Donald Trump, they count five. Who knows? But this is the way the software can be manipulated. And so we have this gap or this addition, if you will, of 700,000 votes that just somehow got counted. 700,000 more votes than were received by mail. That's not a little suspicious, mainstream media. Are you taking notes here? Out there? Are you taking notes? Because this is the evidence, the the lack of evidence that you keep reporting on. There's no evidence of systemic... 700,000 votes is enough to swing that election. It's enough to swing virtually any election. That's just the mail-in aspect. There's a hell of a lot more of nefarious voter activity going on uh, in Pennsylvania. And so... Rudy, as building this case, brings in the forensic people and they start running the numbers and they start looking at 
the voter fraud that they have identified, and then they start doing the math. And this is, again, this is not a figures lie and liars figure moment. This is simple statistics that, you know, we learned in uh, high school, and it's just running numbers. And so you take a small sample over here of whatever this activity is, and then you can multiply it out based on the simple trend of the numbers. And so they bring in this guy who's a, a, a forensics computer guy, and he's just running the numbers. And this is what, I don't have his name, but this is what he, he came up with. He's testifying in this video on C-SPAN. Um, it's this big panel of Pennsylvania senators, and they're looking, you see the back of Rudy Giuliani, the back of his head, and then the back of this guy who is now testifying about the projections from his numbers of exactly how many fraudulent votes were cast in Pennsylvania. Roll tape. Our experts uh, and other academics believe that up to 1.2 million Pennsylvania votes could have been altered or fraudulent. Stop the tape. 1.2 million. So Rudy identifies 700,000 extra mail-in ballots that were counted. And this guy, now I don't know if the 700,000 is part of the 1.2 million, but now the numbers are growing. Now the numbers are growing. And so this Pennsylvania Senate committee is getting an earful here. And it is run by Republicans. The Republicans control the state house in Pennsylvania. And this is crucially important. We'll get to that in just a moment. But the the Republicans are in charge here. And so as as they call through this evidence... And they sit there for three and a half hours and listen to this testimony. It's not just Rudy Giuliani giving his opinion. These are cold, hard facts. Now, I want to take a left turn here uh, and go down south to Georgia, where Sidney Powell filed her lawsuit against the state to try and invalidate the vote. Georgia should have a revote, as I mentioned. There is plenty of time. Snap election is what they would call it in, in uh, Europe, right? A snap election. They can do it. They can absolutely do it. Of course, we'd hear screams from the left. I mean, you would never hear the end of this, right? If, if Brian Kemp grew a spine and he said, okay, you know what? There is a ton of fraud here. We uh, have evidence of mail-in ballot voter fraud, for example, and we don't have the envelopes. You know, I don't know, but I've heard several examples of the ballots, the mail-in ballots, not with the initial envelopes anymore, and so they're just a mail-in ballot. So you don't know where they came from. You don't know if they were walked in, in a trash bag, or actually mailed in. And, you know, some of these actually have folds like they were mailed in. And then there are a bunch that have no folds on them. Well, that's rather suspicious, don't you think? (laughs) Don't you think a mail-in ballot with no folds is slightly suspicious since you have to put it in an envelope and you have to fold it? In fact, they send it to you folded. 
So it's double folded. It's folded when it's sent to you in the mail, and then you fold, you, you fill it out, and then you fold it again to, to mail, mail it in or walk it in. You know, some people, it doesn't matter. You stick it in the envelope and you sign it. But you got to save the envelope, right? That is the imprimatur of the person who voted. And the ballot is, quote, secret, because it doesn't have your name on it, but the two together are a stamp of one person, one vote, which is what we're supposed to be doing in this country, and clearly we're not. Clearly we're off the franchise rails, and, and that's why this work is so important. So Sydney in Georgia has come up with this uh, giant lawsuit replete with all kinds of evidence. Now, I would, have, would admit that some of it, to me, seems circumstantial and could be considered unrelated to this election. For example, Sydney's lawsuit uh, quotes the guy in Venezuela who witnessed uh, voter tampering with the Dominion product and knows that it was built for Hugo Chavez so he could cheat um, and, and witnessed how it works and all that kind of stuff. It's applicable absolutely to our situation here in this country years later, but it's not direct evidence saying, hey, yeah, there's voter fraud. But she's got other stuff in there that does say voter fraud. For example, she's got, this is in Georgia now, votes for President Trump were placed during the, quote, recount into vote piles for Trump's opponent. That would be Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden. This allegation is based on multiple observer testimonies. All right, mainstream media, you're looking for your evidence. You got multiple affidavits, multiple observer testimonies, as, as Sidney Powell calls it, multiple witnesses of people saying to a Donald Trump ballot, Joe bite me. Donald Trump ballot, Joe bite me. Donald Trump. This is disgusting. Shouldn't be happening here in this country. We need to go back to one person, one vote. We need an election day again. Not this nonsense of two months before and one month after. You know, in California, they count votes seventeen up to 17 days after the election. It's crazy. The vote just ended in California. <laughs> it's just stupid. And the governor is saying, well, this system works so well, the mail-in ballot, we're going to go all mail-in ballot. Yeah, let's just institutionalize voter fraud. No. There needs to be a federal, not statute, I'm talking a constitutional amendment. The framers of the Constitution could have never envisioned this. Therefore, it's not in the Constitution, so we need to put it in. We need a constitutional amendment that says there is an election day, and that's when you vote, and that at 8 p.m. local time, whatever 8 p.m. local time is, in Hawaii it's different than New York, we know this, all right, so 8 p.m. local time, the polls shut. And at 8.01, if you show up to vote, sorry, your vote don't count. That's it. You know, in high school, you turn in your homework late. I was told, sorry, you're going to be penalized for that. Well, this is the real world, ladies and gentlemen. So we need an 8 p.m. local deadline. We need voter ID. Now, what do you do about 
absentee ballots, a.k.a. mail-in ballots. You know what? Fine. My solution is very simple. You want to do a mail-in ballot. You want to do an absentee ballot. That's fine. We're just going to make it um, a little more certified, shall we say. There's going to be another hurdle that you have to do to certify you are who you are, right? What mail-in balloting does, and I've been screaming this ever since the Wuhan coronavirus was the excuse to do this, to perpetuate this voter fraud on the American people. Voter, vote by mail obliterates voter ID, right? Think about that. Vote by mail obliterates voter ID. And we know many states have voter ID laws. Well, how can you check somebody's ID when you're at this kitchen table or wherever filling out a ballot? Yeah, you sign the thing. Okay, fine. You can try and check the signatures. But we also know in Georgia, they said, ah, don't worry about the signatures. No more. Very simple solution. You want to vote by mail? Fine. You got to get it notarized. That's all. Oh, you're disenfranchising. No, it's the opposite, you morons. It's the opposite. We are enfranchised. We are preserving our precious right to vote, our franchise, by making sure that that person who is voting at their kitchen table or at the notary public office is that person. Very simple. And by the way, miraculously, you know what's going to happen if you require that? And even if the state pays for it, it's fine. You know, it's just like voter ID. Oh, well, you're going to disenfranchise uh, voters if you require voter ID. Well, the states came up with a rather ingenious solution. We're going to give you a voter ID free. Okay, fine. Maybe the states have a notary ready to go. And, you know, fine. You... Set up an appointment with the notary. To, you know, there's mobile notaries. I've done mobile notaries when signing um, loan documents. Mobile notary make a lot of money. You know, maybe they'll they'll it'll be a, a, a new boom in, boom industry, right? Notaries. No, you know what it's going to do. Instead, what it's going to do is going to drive people to the polls, which we should be doing anyway. You can riot in Black Lives Matter. Square or whatever the hell they call it in Washington, D.C. Street Plaza. Nonsense. But you can riot there. But, no, no, we can't show up to the polls. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, So Sydney's got this going on in Georgia. Here's another uh, piece of voter fraud. Some ballots from the no vote and Jorgensen vote. No vote meaning they didn't vote for president. So some people don't vote for president. You know, they want to just vote for judge or something. I don't know why they just or they want to vote for a ballot initiative like they do in California. So some ballots that had no vote for president or Jorgensen, which was the um, was it the Green Party candidate trays were moved to the Biden tray. Again, this is Georgia. So no vote for president and the Jorgensen vote were moved into the Biden pile. How many times was that done? And these, these, you know, these reports say, now they're starting to change their tune, by the way. These secretaries of state and these reporters are saying, well, they haven't come up with enough voter fraud to change the election results. Well, how the hell do we know? Unless we investigate. 
You know, Rudy Giuliani is out there now telling us 700,000 extra votes by mail appeared out of nowhere in Pennsylvania. Their forensics people are saying, hey, it looks like at least 1.2 million fraudulent votes in the Keystone state. You're a reporter. You're supposedly a journalist. Journalism is dead, obviously, in this country. Don't you have a modicum of interest at all? Do you kind of maybe want to follow these leads a little bit? Maybe go to Rudy and say, hey, give me that those numbers. I want to look at these numbers and, and maybe we'll do a story on it. Imagine that. Imagine doing a story on the fact that there were 700,000 more mail-in ballots counted than actually received. <laughs> this is classic Chicago politics. And don't even get me going about the forensics that should be done in California, in Los Angeles County alone, they sent out probably 1.5 million more ballots than there are registered voters. They haven't cleaned up their voter rolls yet. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's over a million. Swing an election? <sighs> One more from Sydney's lawsuit. Signatures on mail-in ballot envelopes weren't verified during the recount. Now, this is, again, according to um, at least one witness. So they completely obliterated the, the voter ID in Georgia. I believe they have voter ID in Georgia by the mail-in ballot. And then once they got the mail-in ballots, they completely obliterated the will of the Georgia legislature that said, hey, you got to match the signature. Why bother matching the signature if you got all these ballots coming in in a trash bag? There's no signature on those. Of course not. And so part of Sydney's lawsuit, of course, is about Dominion. And Rudy's team is now, even though they said they're, they're doing something different, they're not. They're, they're swerving into Dominion. And so another forensics guy was, was brought in as part of this testimony before the senators in the Keystone State of, of Pennsylvania. And uh, this guy is talking about the spikes that we see. These sudden spikes of votes for Joe Biden and no spike for Donald Trump right at, you know, three o'clock in the morning. So he's looking at that, and, and Rudy's got a question for him. Roll tape. Those, uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. Stop tape. Okay. Before Rudy asks his question, so he's talking about these spikes, they're not supposed to happen. They don't happen. Statistically, they do not happen because the machine's running, zip, 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 and it, there's, a, there's a steady flow of the machines being fed, the Dominion or whatever voting machine. So spikes don't, aren't supposed to happen. And so when there is a spike of 100,000 votes or 130,000 votes like they had in Michigan, that's an indication of voter fraud. That's what this expert is saying as he looks at the raw data in Pennsylvania. He's got more. Roll tape. And that's 604,000 votes in 90 minutes. Is that right? Correct. This is uh, 300 and, uh, 337 votes, 337,000 votes in that, uh, in, in that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve, with all these spikes... Stop tape. So that's 337,000 votes in a small period of time. It's not like 337,000 votes over several hours. It's a, He's talking minutes of a window here. All right, so Rudy's got to follow up. Roll tape. 
Can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand. Stop tape. So almost 600,000 during this small window of time measured in minutes, it's 600,000 votes for Joe Biden. Roll tape. That uh, all those spikes represented over time. For Biden. Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. Six hundred thousand, five hundred, six hundred thousand for Joe Biden during this one small little window of a dump, obvious. It's a data dump. And thirty two hundred for Donald Trump. Anybody believe that? Anybody believe that? You believe that? I got a bridge for you in San Francisco to sell you. I know, I know. You're supposed to say New York. is not possible. This is a, quote, battleground state, right? It, we're not talking about California, where these huge volumes of votes are going for whoever is the Democrat nominee. We're talking Pennsylvania. We're talking salt of the earth. We're talking coal miner type people. We're talking oil people. We're talking Pittsburgh. Yes, there's a lot of liberals in Pittsburgh and there are a lot of liberals in Philadelphia. But the rest of the state doesn't look that way. The rest of the state went for Donald Trump. I can't account necessarily for Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. But I know what the rest of the state looks like. And it went for Donald Trump. And there's a decent chance that even Philadelphia and Pittsburgh in the end went for Donald Trump. And so this guy comes forward and and says, during this data dump, during this few-minute window period, half a million to 600,000 votes were for Joe Biden me and 3,200 for Donald Trump. It is not possible. Even in Philadelphia, it's not possible statistically, that that's going to happen. And again, you're talking about a spike. And the spike is an indicator of voter fraud. You need more evidence, mainstream media? Here's more evidence. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's just circumstantial. Hey, murderers have been convicted on circumstantial. You've reported it. There's a guy I reported on in the, in the 90s who molested and murdered a girl with, uh, and he was convicted on circum- there was no smoking gun, there was no witness he was convicted on mitochondrial DNA and all kinds of stuff like that's what this is it's not mitochondrial, but the bottom line is it's piecing together a puzzle as a prosecutor would and we haven't even gotten to the observers and one gentleman in he was observing in Philadelphia. I think he's a, a, a lawyer who can practice law in Pennsylvania. Um, testified that he was, you know, put in a pen yards and yards away. So they can't see anything. Now, again, the mainstream media, they're all oh, circumstantial evidence. Oh, God, wow. You know, it's a Wuhan coronavirus. We have to have them, uh, you know, six feet away. Well, they were more than six feet away. 
You're talking yards and yards and yards, 50 feet away in a pen over here. Can't see anything. And so this gentleman testified. In the end, he summed it up this way. Roll tape. That any restoration of faith on the part of Pennsylvanians in our electoral system can and will only be accomplished after an investigation into this election. Only after the law is properly applied to this election. The idea that we can just move on by making sure that the law is properly applied in the next election is, in my my opinion, unacceptable. Stop tape. Unacceptable. So this is the trap that they want us to fall into. The media, the left, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Bite Me, Kamala Kamala, Homewrecker Harris. They want us to say, well, you know, maybe there were some anomalies and maybe there were some problems here and there and we'll work on that the next election. Let's just move on and swear in Joe Biden. That's what they want us to do. We can not allow this to happen. Thank God for Sidney Powell. Thank God for Rudy Giuliani. Thank God for these people in Pennsylvania who are coming forward as witnesses talking about how they were disenfranchised and there, were, there is evidence of voter fraud. Thank God for these people in Georgia doing the same thing. Wisconsin right now is doing a recount. The question is, who's doing the counting, right? Joseph Stalin... This quote is attributed to Joseph Stalin. Could be any Marxist. It's not who votes that's important. It's who counts the votes. I don't trust these recounts. I do not trust them. You know what we need? We need Jimmy Carter, the election observer. I don't know. He goes off to some faraway third world country and he observes an election. He says, yeah, it was good. No, it wasn't good. All right. Well, let's bring Jimmy back out of mothballs in Georgia and have him observe a new election. We need a new election in Georgia. We need a new election clearly in Pennsylvania. I believe we need a new election in Wisconsin. I'm almost certain we need one in, in Michigan. They targeted these certain cities, the Democrats did. Yes, in a conspiracy. They targeted certain cities. Philadelphia, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Detroit, and Maricopa County in Arizona. That's Phoenix. They targeted those cities in particular because of the minority vote, and they could hide behind the minority vote. That's what they did here. We need a revote, not a recount. We need a revote. Because this is part of the greatest political conspiracy in the history of this republic. And it is disenfranchising tens of millions of voters. 74 million, whatever the number is now, um, for Donald Trump. Does anyone in their right mind believe that Joe Biden can garner 80 million votes when Barack Obama didn't even come close to that threshold? Does anybody believe that? Does anybody believe that Joe Biden wins without carrying those 19 crucial counties that have predicted the presidential victor every time. He didn't carry him. He carried one, I think, out of the 19. Anybody believe this is possible? I don't. So they got a recount going in Georgia. They have a recount going in Wisconsin. Big deal. They certified the secretaries of state, certified in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada. Now, That 
does not mean it's over. Okay. Let's be clear about this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I'll say it all the way through January 20th. And that is these Republican legislatures in these swing states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona, you've got to speak up now and say, no, we are not going to certify these electors. Article 2, Section 1, it is the state legislatures that certify, not secretaries of state, not governors, not radical rogue governors like Wolf in Pennsylvania or the nutcase in Michigan. It is the legislatures. And so if the governor of Pennsylvania certifies, and they have certified, um, for Joe Bite Me, and in Michigan, and in Nevada, although Nevada is not, Nevada is a blue legislature, so we'll throw out Nevada. So we're talking Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, they've already certified. The legislatures of those three states need to say, no, we're not going to certify for Joe Bite Me. We're not going to certify anybody, or we're going to certify for Donald Trump. This gets thrown into the Congress then. If these states, legislatures, grow their spine, their constitutional spine now, this is a matter of a corrupted election. They've got to grow a spine. And so these legislatures in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and, and you know, potentially Wisconsin, there's a recount going on, but it's worthless. It's, it's, it's a joke. These legislatures have to certify in opposition to the certification of Joe Bite Me, and the only way to do that is to certify for Donald Trump. And what this does is it puts those electors effectively in limbo, and it gets thrown into the Congress. And we've talked about this before, and I'll just briefly go through it again, and it's very simple. If Joe Bite Me is denied the 270 electoral votes because of these conflicted electorals, electors, then it's up to the Congress to vote. And it's one state, one vote. And there are 30, 31 legislatures that are Republican and only 18 that are Democrat. Donald Trump wins. Now, if it's not resolved by January 20th, and there's vote after vote after vote, and they're, they're, they're looking at evidence or whatever, they're dragging their feet. There is a constitutional mechanism of what happens here. And there is an acting president appointed, and that would be the Speaker of the House. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. And I will, t this is my ledger register, by the way. Go to uh, GrahamLedger.com, GrahamLedger.com. And uh, the question is very simple Who will be sworn in as President of the United States on January 2021? January 20th, 2021. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or Nancy Pelosi. Now, don't panic here, okay? It's an acting president, um, per the, I believe, the 12th Amendment. And she would be, act, quote, acting president, not going to move into the White House, not going to start changing the China or anything. She's, she would be acting president until this issue is resolved. And either Joe Biden or Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States, but she becomes acting. And you know what? Fine. I don't care if Nancy Pelosi is acting president for a month or two. I don't care if it means a fair and honest election result. Not a Donald Trump victory. 
That's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking for a fair and honest election. That's all I'm asking for. And in my heart, I know that a fair and honest election, uh, Donald Trump is the victor. So go to GrahamLedger.com for that. Uh, also, you can uh, learn about the Fix California effort that uh, uh, I am embarking on. And you can also order my stylish, inexpensive, I don't want to call them cheap sunglasses, but they are uh, inexpensive uh, sunglasses with my Ledger branding on them. They come nicely uh, hermetically sealed and you take them out here just, just to make sure that you don't get the Wuhan coronavirus. There's no known transmission from an inanimate object of the Wuhan coronavirus to a human being, but just in case. And so here you have it. Stylish, don't you think? And these are unisex, ladies. Um, uh, guys, obviously they look pretty good on me, right? But they're unisex and they're a great uh, stocking. My daughter likes them. If my daughter likes them, then I, I did uh, something right. And so I am calling for a revote in these key swing states. Uh, that's the only way we can enfranchise um, the American people, all Americans who voted um, in this election, we need to have an outcome that is constitutional. So I'm calling for a recount, a revote, not a recount, a revote in these states, and we have plenty of time. Time is on our side. If you know, if if we don't have the results by January 20th, fine. Nancy Pelosi's acting president. I don't care. I want to know what the actual results are because. Even though the mainstream media is not paying attention, evidence, <laughs> there is a ton of evidence of voter and election fraud. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives of the Library of Congress. Thank you for listening and watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. <laughs>